Hi, I'm Joel Gould, and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. I'm here with Steve Ranoff, previewing Round 10 at uh, the QRL's uh, studios in a windy, windy and cold, freezing Brisbane, Steve. It's like uh, we're down in Canberra or something. Oh, I'll tell you what, Joel, I'm, I'm like a good thoroughbred. I, I play up in the in the windy, gusty conditions. Oh, do you now? <laughs> I, I, can, I can put up with any conditions, but you add wind to it, I just don't like it. It just doesn't agree with me. It doesn't agree with me. I get stir crazy <laughs> yeah, myself. That's right. <laughs> but, mate, plenty to talk about this week. Oh, there is. There's so much to talk about. And um, on, um, on Saturday night, I was at Suncorp Stadium. Mm-hmm. And saw the Broncos break their seven game, six game, six game losing streak uh, against the Bulldogs. After the game, uh, Dean Pay said it'd be good for everyone if there was some decision made uh, backing him. In this instance, he was keen for, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that didn't happen, of course. And no. uh, he's gone. That was the last game he'll coach in the NRL in this yeah. stint. And it's a, it's sad to see him go in one regard. I, 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 look, when you think of Canterbury, you think of Dean Pay. Yeah, without a doubt, um, I was fortunate enough to, to play uh, for our country with Dean Pay. Spent ten weeks with him in in um, Great Britain. Um, look, real top man. Um, loves his rugby league. Very passionate. But got a very much a, fo- a coach's head. And he uh, was just given, uh, you know, really a bunch of duds to try and work <laughs> out. And um, <laughs> to be brutally honest, and it, it's been a tough journey for him. Well, it has been a tough journey, and I think when he was appointed a few years ago, that there was a um, a recognition that it was going to take a few years to sort out the salary yeah. cap um, mess they were in Canterbury. And last year there were some really good signs there. I think there was seven of the last ten to almost make the eight. So yeah. there were some really good signs. I guess, Steve, it's a results-based business. This we talk about it. it's a cliche, but it's so true. It's so true, especially in this day and age, Joel. Uh, there's a lot at stake, uh, sponsors and what you like, owners or whatever, depending on how the club's situ- uh, situated. But um, members um, want to see, you know, they want to see their team winning. So a lot of different pressure points come onto a club these days. Well, they're last on the table as yeah. well. And they're, they're last by four points now. So yeah, a look, win, I'm not sure what a win would have done for him at that point. Well, I'll, I'll to be honest, I, I don't know what a win would do for either team there. I mean, obviously from a Broncos point of view, it, it's a it's a step in the right direction, but the game itself wasn't anything to write home about, was it? It wasn't. No, it certainly wasn't. And uh, look, I do feel for Dean Paid because uh, from what I understand, he, he took that job on, not as a favour, but he did it. He did it out of a sense that he wanted to take Canterbury back to the glory days, yeah. out of a sense of duty almost, yeah. and acknowledging that he was inheriting something that was difficult. It was a difficult yeah. situation. At, at all levels too. I shouldn't be that harsh just on that playing group, but admin-wise, everything that was going on at the club, he stepped into you know a, a bit of a... A worrying state of affairs for for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Almost a hornet's nest in a way. Yes, you took the words right out of me. That's what I was looking for. Stepping into a hornet's nest, um, and that's not the Sherberg Hornets either. <laughs> Have you ever played for them? No, I never played for the Hornets. I don't know if I could. My mum, my mum's from Sherberg, but I'm a Mergen Mustang, and I don't know if they let me put their jersey on. To be honest. <laughs> Okay, well, interesting times for, for Canterbury Bankstown. Um, they're going to have to appoint a new coach for next year. And the other thing is is that Dean is no longer there. Yeah. At the, he's um, he's left uh, the building, so to speak. So um, Steve Georgialis is looking after the team oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, into the uh, in, indefinite future. But uh, it would be very interesting. 
the the name of Trent Barrett keeps coming up. The, there's talk about Eddie Jones Ooh, uh, being interested in coming across as well from yeah. Rugby Union. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I wonder if there's a few more candidates uh, in the winds there as well. Well, it, 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 it really depends. It, it, you know, we talked about it with Dean Pay what he stepped into, and geez, they'd have to really look at how attractive the whole package is there. And I'm, I'm not just talking money. I'm talking about uh, their board, their their admin, and you know the upper house there within the Bulldogs. That's all got to be taken into account these days when you step into those roles. I mean, you think as a coach you're just going to come in and you, you're just responsible, um, which you ultimately should be just responsible for the playing group, but uh, there's so many other things at play. Mm. Well, I guess I grew up in the start watching footy in the 70s, which when yeah. I first started watching it, but it really took a keen interest as I you know, was it got in. I was 12 in 1980 when um, Canterbury won the grand final. That was a different style of Canterbury side. The ones that we saw in the mid-80s, the, um, the, the Warren Ryan coach sides. Yeah. And then, of course, in, in 1988, again, they won playing a, a brutal uh, physical style of football they became notorious for. And then Dean Pay obviously came in and was part of that uh, very good Canterbury side of the 90s, yes. yeah, as you was. know so well, um, uh, and won a premiership with them. Well, that's the sort of football we associate with Canterbury. Without a doubt, and I watched the late 80s and um, obviously, you know, that 88 grand final, Tony Curry was in that and he came to the Broncos. So it was always good to listen to him and tell stories about that successful Canterbury team, which he was a part of. Mm. Um, yeah, he had some great stories. Backs against the wall sort of stuff. In When they beat Manly in the 1995 grand final, they weren't expected to win that game. Yep. They came out and had an absolute uh, blinder. Uh, it was a Jason Hetherington, I think, was the see the Clive Churchill medalist. Yeah, I think he might have been in 1995. Yeah, was was he? Uh, well, anyway, he had an absolute stunning yeah. game, Jason Hetherington. But they played that sort of football, and I, I I think Dean would have thought he could get Canterbury back playing that sort of football, but yeah. he, he didn't have the players. He didn't have the cattle. I was just going to say that they're different type of players, and you target guys. I mean, I, I think um, you know. Yeah, and they probably lost a couple along the way that probably fitted that mould. Okay, Steve. Well, we're going to go in and have a look at the round. First up, grand final rematch, Roosters v Raiders. Both sides suffering lots of Mm. injuries. The poor old Raiders losing Josh Hodgson and Bailey Simonson. uh, Josh Hodgson for the season with an ACL. That's cruel. Because he's their main man. He's their Cameron Smith. He is. uh, That's just put a big hole in their their year, to be honest, uh, whatever they're looking at, because how do you fill that role? Um, you know, as you said, Joel, he's so dominant, and he was the Cam Smith of the Raiders, and you see the disappointment on his face, and and, and Ricky as well, so uh, they'll be searching. Um, it's going to be tough for them. It is. Well, uh, the Roosters have also got injury problems of their own, but they seem to be managing them uh, a lot better, and, and, and fortunately for the Roosters at the moment, they do have their um, spine intact and it's so important for them it all comes off the back of good go forward from a a, a pack that's intact and also that spine so that's big for them how about Matic Valu last week can you believe it five tries yeah I know uh, and and brought in last minute. <laughs> I was like, what a, what a what a is he is he in the team again this week? Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, there you go. How could you leave him out? Well, that's right. I mean, you come out like that if you if you're the winger that I think he was uh, one of the twins that he replaced. I think because he got hit injured in the warm up. Um, 
<laughs> You'd be filthy, wouldn't you? You'd be one of the Morris boys. Well, Brett Morris returns from that groin injury. No, he does and, and Ryan Hall has to make way. He can't take a trick. Thing. Oh, he's, poor old Ryan. He's, he's, he he's on the other side. I think they even tried to work him into the right side to get him a try. I think he went over and it was disallowed, It was he? a forward pass, yeah. <laughs> and the look on his face was priceless oh, I know. when that was ruled. So, but, but what a great, you know, a call-up and that happens. That's amazing. I've never uh, seen anything like it in my life, to yeah. be honest. I can't, I can't, not in my my recollection of watching rugby league, I can't remember anything as stunning as that. It's at the Sydney Cricket Ground. I, I cannot go past the Roosters. They blew North Queensland away. Yeah. Uh, even though they didn't play well, they sort of absorbed that and then just went bang. They did. And that, they're the games. They're the games, you know, Wayne used to call them ugly wins, but you win them and that's, that's what counts in the end. And I'm the same. I can't see... The Raiders getting near the Roosters. We have to acknowledge the Raiders' uh, guts and determination. Yeah. Ricky was Ricky Stewart was very very proud of that side after oh. after the loss to 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 Melbourne. So he should have been. Yeah. They they still gutsed it out, and yeah. that's what makes me believe they're going to be still a top six. Yeah. Top four, not, not maybe not top four, but they'll definitely finish somewhere between fifth and eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't believe they're yeah they're they're too good a team not to be in the eight. Yep. Okay. Well, we're both tipping the Roosters there. Um, a, a, a very tough assignment for the Titans coming up on Friday night. They head up the highway to the Sunshine Coast Stadium to take on the Melbourne Storm. Mm. Well, the, the, the Titans had a good win uh, over the Warriors. That was a great comeback from them to come back from 12 nil down. But they're up against a Storm side that's just warming again to the task, aren't they? Uh, Munster's oh. back in um, oh, in place of uh, Riley Jacks. Uh, Brandon Smith is going to start a prop for Bromwich, who's out with a knee injury. Really? Um, uh, and uh, so they're looking still pretty good, even though they've got a few issues. Uh, Brian Kelly and Philip Sammy return uh, in the centres for the Titans with young Bo Firma. What a great job he did last yeah, week. he did. Um, in the centres to score the match winner, and then he's back in the second row this week. Yeah, very versatile, isn't he? He, he goes well. You spoke about him last week, Joel, I think, and um, mm. I watched him closely on the weekend. He is a good player. He's a very good player, and that was a great win for the Titans. Uh, yeah. Look, it wasn't the greatest game, but it was still a game that, that they could have easily lost if they'd thrown the towel in. A shout-out to Keegan Hipgrave. He played with a busted shoulder. Yeah, he did, yeah. What a brave performance by him. Yeah. and it, You know, we talk about him a lot and how he, his work rate and what he does, and that just showed what type of player he is and what he what he holds in here, you know, in his chest. So mm. he's a tough boy. He uh, wouldn't refuse to come yeah. off. Uh, I think it, it took him well into the 60-odd minute to, to come off the field. So I, I think I tipped the Titans too last week. You so. did. You did. You were, you were ahead of me there on that one. I'm pretty sure I tipped the Warriors, but um, I don't know why I did. In hindsight, I, I shouldn't have done. But uh, Jamal Fogarty, I was impressed with him as well. I thought he had a really good controlling yeah. game as well. He did, actually. Uh, well, he, he came to the fore after um, Ash Taylor went off with the, with the head knock. Uh, mm. he, he's the one who's put his hand up and that's what you want from a team well the Storm just uh, they look so dominant don't oh. they how about Ryan Pappenhausen's try yeah. last week oh, I know runs the length of the field D- just just to have the uh, the confidence to run across the field get that ball and then just think uh, break that tackle and think I can back myself here you just love watching that sort of footy, and that's all he did. He just backed his pace down that sideline I mean all, most people would have been worried about going in the touch um, but not Ryan Pappenhaus, and he just put the Jets on and see you later. Do you love seeing a try scored like that? It didn't yeah. look like he moved f- within a few inches. He just ran straight as an arrow, didn't straight he? Straight as an arrow, and he, and he backed himself. So 
I'm not sure who ended up being in front of him. I think it might have been a second row or, or something, but he, he obviously saw who was there and he thought, well, I've got them for pace, and that's what you want. You don't want any second guessing. Just put the hammer down and go. But oh, just the way he picked that ball up and he was full speed, but then he sort of propped in a small space and scored that try. It was amazing. Well, it's hard to tip the Titans against the Melbourne Storm. I think they'll have a crack, the Titans. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they won't uh, win. No, nah, I'm going to back the Storm. No, same. Big game coming up at Leichhardt Oval on um, Friday night, Steve, for the West Tigers hosting the Brisbane Broncos, who've got a few injury problems. Yeah. The Broncos, uh, Herbie Farmworth's got to undergo a fitness test on a, on a knee injury. He's been named in the side to play. Um, ben Tio's going to have a start in the second row. Um, so there's a few injury concerns for the Broncos that we're not. There's a few mysteries here. But Matt Lodge's knee seems to be a bit more serious than we thought. Yeah. Tony Stagg's uh, hamstrings obviously more serious than we thought because he's not even in the 21. So there's a few issues there for the Broncos, and Jake Turpin's not right either. So um, Joe Offerhand Galway's back from suspension. But what did you make of the Broncos' performance? I guess one one man set it up really, didn't he? Yeah, look, uh, yeah, I'd have to say that. Um, the, Tavita? Yeah, Tavita. Pengai, I mean, that's that's what you want from him week in, week out. We, It's been a while coming, that match. Um, we go back a couple of years, and he uh, he had a string of matches like that where he dominated, still had a little bit of crap in his game. But the good thing about that the other night, he, he had, didn't have that in his game, and he just showed how dominant uh, he can be in a match. So if we can get in his head that he plays like that without getting into trouble, um, you know, they're going to be a lot better for it. So it was it was good to see guys like him and, um, you know, Milford. Milford had one of his, probably his best games of the season, to with be the, honest. With the boot. Yeah, with the boot. I, I was very impressed, actually. And we, we say that, but he actually did a lot of good things, uh, positive things that led to tries with, his, with, with the kicking game. And I thought he, he had a good game. And um, it's still very checkered. Um, as I said, it's something you don't know, wouldn't write home about um, that game. But you know, they they got to win, and I think we just got to be happy with that and see if they can build on that. Look, no one's going to deny it's going to be tough down there against the Tigers, which is going to be. So this is going to be a real test for them. It'll be a bigger test, won't it? Mm, definitely. And Tavita's late offloads. Why do you like them so much? They were late, late offloads. Well, late, late. Um, the. The one uh, where they scored a try in the corner. Um, Oates, yeah. Yeah. No, well, there was a Asako, I think. The, oh, the, the, the last one, that was just brilliant. Yeah, well, it was, that was very late. But he's just the way he got out of that and he was aware in all, all that track, he was aware where he was and got the ball back inside for Asako to score. And that's that's what you want from him. And just that second phase because it always it's always going to work well because it just gives you that roll-on um, when you're not near the try line, but it just gives you that roll-on and... Um, it, it was good to see. As long as he doesn't over, you can overplay that hand as well sometimes. So um, just got to keep me keep his head straight. Well, the West Tigers have um, dropped Luke Brooks to the bench. They've got yeah. Benji Marshall and Billy Walters in the halves. So uh, Michael Maguire has laid down the law about missing tackles. Uh, that's that was what eight, caught, eight tackles. I think he missed. It was quite a few. Yeah, it was oh. along those lines. Um, sometimes it depends what stats are being used. And I haven't got the stats right in front of me, but. There's NRL stats, which we use, of course, and then there's Fox stats. And well, well, well these different. But look, it was just way too many. It was eight or nine. Well, well you nearly double up if, if they're a fail. When I say fail, mistake, like fail, there's a try that come out of it. Um, mm. So they're, they're like a double demerit. Mm. <laughs> so I think there might have been a couple of them in there. 
it says a lot about the sort of team I think that Michael Maguire wants this Tigers team to be, don't you? That well, that, Benji and now Luke Brooks have suffered. Uh, Benji's back, obviously. Yeah. But they've suffered for their defence. But that's the thing, and that, that's why they've looked so a lot more steely this year. They're tough, same mm. thing. But um, but the good thing is they haven't lost. They might have lost a little bit of momentum in their attack, but they still have that. They're going to be added, I think, with Benji there. Um, but they keep that steel, and it just shows to everyone else, uh, don't take for granted your position in this team. Mm. Look, it's it's an interesting battle, this one. I, I still think the Broncos have the edge in the, in the forwards if they can play to their potential. With, with Pangai's offloads, Haas's work ethic, Tio's line running, Oates offers something a bit different, Carrigan. It, it, just, it just looks a better pack to me than... I'm not, I'm not downgrading the Tigers pack by any stretch, but um, they've got a few injuries there, and I think this is an opportunity for Brisbane. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, off the back of the win, they, they know you can learn very quickly what it takes to have a win, um, and that, that, look, that comes to the middle. I think I think we've been a, a little bit light on there, to be honest, uh, for, this, for the last few games. So I'm going to back the Broncos in this one uh, to go down there and um, have a win. So am I. I'm, I'm backing the Broncos here. I think they, they absolutely have to win this game. They've got yep. some really tough ones coming along uh, after that. Okay, um, the, the Dragons versus the Bulldogs on Saturday at uh, Wynn Stadium. Well, I must say the Dragons <laughs> are starting to look like a team. If they can keep this form up and get some wins on the trot, they could make a, 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 a late run at the top eight. I'll tell you they, what. They really put Manly to the sword. They put them to the sword, and what a... Great. That, that's the footy you know they can play, and was so good to see it happen. Look, I was if it was a highlight of the round for me. Uh, the Dragons was a Dragons win mm. because we all knew they could play that footy, but we haven't seen it. Um, they got the cattle to do it, and they put it together, and it was really good to see. And I'm happy for Mary, obviously uh, Mary McGregor, and because he was under the pump. But the way they went about it, that's that's the Dragons. We all know how they can play. They need to back that up. Well, there's so many things to like about the win. Uh, ben Hunt's obviously relishing for yeah. hooker, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's been a constant with him. Where do you play him? Just keep him at a hooker. Mm. Lovely try for Corey Norman off a Kloon, Adam Clune. Um, yes. In that one of those off the side of the boot kicks, banana kick that came back back in, and and then Norman hit it. Uh, Dufty's looking great. Um, Zach Lomax is starting to find his straps. Uh, Ravalawa's defence cracking and, and Frizzell starting, and Vaughan starting to yeah. look like the players we know they are. So there's a lot lot to like if they can keep that up. Yeah, they do. And they play it as a unit. I think they... It's not only like they turned it around a bit. Because I've talked about them in the past, but it's like they've got together finally and just said, let's do this together. So it was a real team effort mm. um, across the park. Um, and I thought, good on them. They, they play some good rugby league. Well, they did. I, I just don't think that Canterbury's going to be able no. to get over the Dragons down there at Wollongong. No, nah, too much happening. Um, look, they're, they're in bad form as it is. The Dean's gone, Dino. And, um, so they're on all sorts. I, I think St George will, will take advantage of that and, and beat them quite comfortably. Well, Lachlan Lewis is in the halves. I'm glad to see that he's yeah. come in for Brandon Wakeham. But I think that's a good move because they, they lack his spark. Yeah, I, I sort of, yeah. Uh, I think he brings a bit more... Uh, to that position, I, I like Lachlan the way he plays, and that's good to see him back in that team. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm he- hearing that um, that uh, Shane Flanagan's had more of a say in the attack for the Dragons, and that's yeah. that's helped. Uh, and Mary's been more focused on the the defensive side of things. 
Look, I'm sure, and I, th- I saw Cameron McInnes interviewed on 100% Footy on Channel 9 uh, on Monday night, and mm. he, he, he you know, was asked that question, and he, I don't think he, he wanted to downgrade anything that Mary was doing, but he said the players have really taken a lot more accountability for, them, for what they're doing, yeah. and I think they needed to, and they've obviously decided or found a way to work together as a unit, and that, yeah. that try of Normans was a classic case yep. of, a, of a five eight and a half back um, working together beautifully and understanding what was coming. Well, you know, that, it, that's a classic. Case. Sometimes that frustrates you. Um, I'm not a coach, but imagine being a coach, um, and it takes that long for a team to find out um, what makes you happy. What, what, you know, with all these losses and whatever, and you know, there's a Dow feeling around the club, and then all of a sudden they decide to put it together, and they go, oh. Hell. That's a good feeling. Mm. I said, don't you want that every week? <laughs> it's like, no one either you called coach killers. <laughs> I couldn't be an NRL coach, to be honest. Well, we must have sounded like a broken record talking about the Dragons playing like the Strangers, looking at yeah. the team on paper and saying, we don't understand why this team's yeah. not playing like they could. Well, all the pieces of the puzzle came together. Came together, and, and that's what they got to realise. I mean, do that every week, and you have it's one end of the spectrum to the other. You yeah, know? yeah. Okay, the Rabbits are hosting the Knights. Uh, now, <laughs> Luttrell's suspended for his um, <laughs> shot on... The uh, Grub. Uh, <laughs> Reynolds, he's gone. Reynolds, they both gone? Yeah, but he's, Reynolds is... Sorry, yeah, well, Reynolds is gone. That's why he's not playing the halves. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's Benji and Billy Wilder. Sorry. Of, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. So there's a whole chain reaction here. So Luttrell's gone for a couple of weeks. Campbell Graham, unfortunately for him, has got a facial fracture from the kick accidental kick from oh, Josh Reynolds. Didn't re- yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, Josh has, has had issues with tripping and all sorts of things <laughs> with his feet in the past. He's got a foot problem. Yeah, he's got a foot problem. Foot and mouth. Yeah, uh, well, he's gone, and that, that's bad news for um, South Sydney because uh, Campbell Graham's one of their really good players. So they've lost two. Alex Johnson's gone to fullback. There's a big switcheroo in the back line. Gagai's the centre. Corey Allen's on the wing. It's all happening. Yeah, look, I, that, that obviously Latrell's going to be a big loss to him, and I, I still think with the, even that repositioning, that's okay. Um, you know, I think still think they can get away with it. Um, yeah, with that change, I think mm. still think they can play some good rugby league. The Rabbits, um, but you know, I, 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 look, it, it's one of those things. Um, I, I don't have a problem with Latrell reacting the way he did, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, because it didn't look good. It's careless, but you still kicked your mate in the head. <laughs> well, it was, it was a bit of old school uh, retaliation. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Everyone sort of jumped on Latrell, and I thought, well, hang on a minute. He just saw his teammate get kicked in the gob. <laughs> I was like, I would have done the same thing. It was a heat of the moment thing. Yeah, it was. There's no doubt about that. I think yeah. I think that the two weeks is, is, is at least fair. Some yeah. people have said that it should have been more. Well, it, it, it's two, and that's he certainly deserved time on the sideline for it. There's no question of that. You must have loved that try of Roberts. Only he could have scored oh. it like that. Yeah, he put was, the after. Did, T- tell us about did that. Did you see the ball that he got, though? That That's what I talk about, giving him quality ball. Mm. It was in its own way. It was a bit of an out ball, um, a long ball that sort of fed him to run on the outside of his player, and he just... No, you give. That's what I mean. You don't have to give him much space, and he is the true jet, isn't he? Just that mm. power, and it was so good to to watch, you know. And I kept watching it, goosebumps watching it, because that's what you want to see him doing. Um, but it was a great ball uh, that put him in or put him outside of the player. Mm. Well, it, you, well, obviously we've spoken about the out ball that Kevin Walters used to throw for yeah. himself, 
but it's a ball to space that you run onto and almost swerve out with your body. Is that, yeah, well, that he, he virtually did that, did mm. that, you know, and he still had someone else to beat, but he got, you know, he got the little palm and got around him and um, just just lightning. It, that's the thing, though. Uh, it's about, it doesn't matter how you do it as a as a inside ball maker, ball player, but you've got to give him space, you know. We, you can't rely on him flat-footed, here, Jimmy, do your best, uh, which is, has happened to him over the last, even up here at Brisbane, it happened to him. Mm. Um, I was a little bit frustrated that they couldn't get him clean ball, and that just showed that was a good example. You give him clean ball, mm. he'll find the try line. It's it's interesting, isn't it, Steve? When we talk about the things that we'd like to see, we just spoke about it with the Dragons, and when you see it, you go, ah, yes, that's it. Mm. And that try of Roberts, when when the, when he scored that try, I thought of what you'd said mm. myself about the um, getting him into space. I didn't actually think of the out ball, but now you mention it, it was an out ball in that. Yeah, but probably by no intention, of, but of it was type, yeah. of a type. But it, mm. it gave him the ball. He was coming on the ball. And he had he had options on space. You know mm. what I mean? So he had plenty of time. And it's not like as I keep saying, it's usually here, Jimmy, flat footed, do your best. Yeah, and I think that's unfair to him. So, but they, if they can just copy that in different ways, it's you know you'll find the try line. Okay, well, we haven't spoken much about the Knights. They were very gritty against yeah, the they Eels. Were. They just couldn't. Their defence was great, but they just couldn't click in attack. That was their problem. That, that's all they've got to do, isn't it? Is get that attack working like it was earlier. They tried and tried, and there's opportunities. They bombed it time and time again. And um, you know, when they were on that attack, and it, exactly, Joel, I was just waiting, 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 and it just didn't happen. Um, so they got to fix that up. And um, but they obviously you need points to win a game. Well, Wanga Blake had a missile uh, launched at Cullen Ponga all night, didn't yeah. he? He really, yeah. it was very good defensive work by um, Wanga Blake, I must yeah. say. And, and Cullen Ponga was knocked around. Yeah, which he's probably not used to, so that can shy you off the game a bit. Um, mm. But that was good good work by him. Mm. We talk about doing a job on a player. <laughs> well, well, he did a well, job on him. He did, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to know. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen in this game at Bankwest Stadium. I, I just I feel as though the Knights just once they get the polish um, to their play, they're going to be a very hard side to beat because they're very defen- defensively. Obviously, um, the coach has really founded his um, his game plan on that and making sure they've got that steel. I tell you, I tell you what. Um, the other coaches, I can guarantee you that when he comes up against his old clubs he's coached he has a he'll have that playing route the rabbits on song because he'll put a bit more in oh, Wayne we're talking Wayne, about yeah. he'll put a bit more in this week because uh, we all know uh, he, had, he coached at, at the Knights and you know it wasn't a great ending to his uh, coaching coaching time there but um, he will have this rabbits team ready to go and that, I'm going to lean towards the rabbits for this I've, I've selected them to win this one it's interesting Steve you, we forget obviously like when we talk about Wayne getting up and we see South Sydney celebrating and congratulating mm. him after that win last year over the Broncos. You think of, of Wayne and the Broncos, obviously. Yeah. But, of course, he did coach at Newcastle. He's been accused of leaving the club in a bad state. Yeah. Uh, I think he's had shouldered the blame for a lot of things that uh, probably needed to be shared. I mean, it's like Wayne copped everything. Mm. All the blame was put on his shoulders by some people for what happened to Newcastle. But Well, and you know, and it's funny, though, um, he, he's got a... He's got a, a knack of doing it, but he somehow seems to always get the last laugh. So that's why I think the, the rabbits will get up here. The last laugh. <laughs> the last laugh. He's got it on a few people. Oh, in clubs. <laughs> and you, Steve? 
No, no, no. We're even Stevens, him and I. <laughs> well, you had a good career under him, didn't you? Oh, I love him. I love yeah. him. I just love watching him. Yeah. <laughs> even this day, it's a bit of... Well, you've only, you only had one argument with him just when you left. Is that right? Yeah, and, and like you, you all do, you know what I mean? Uh, but I was over that within two weeks. <laughs> we were back giving each other cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Pearls tipping Wayne to triumph over his old club. Yeah. I am too, actually. I think they will win South Sydney. I liked Adam Reynolds last week too. Yeah, he was good. You know, and he um he probably hasn't been up to that standard that he you know we're used to him, and it was good to see he dominated, and that's what he loves doing. You know, well that's mm. what he does best. Mm. Nice pass too by James Roberts. He he's got an underrated passing game. He set up. Oh, he's good. Yeah, uh, the <coughs> winger for a try. Was it Gagai? For the try, yes, yes, yep. uh, that that was a nice catch and pass. So he's got other. Well, Danny got he got a, a hat trick, didn't he? I think. Well, he's having a great time, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he finished with a an intercept. Yeah. Was it the week before he finished yeah. the game with an intercept, yes. and then he came up with a hat trick? Yeah. So that's um, Dane Gagai. He, we know he can score. He yeah. loves scoring too. Yeah. Especially for Queensland, his record for Queensland, <laughs> his strike rate for Queensland amazing. is far better than in the NRL. As yeah, far as, and. Um, that that try scored that length of the field that long distance one just remind me of the Queensland tries he scored because yeah. he scored a few of them just he's quite a bit like Dale Shearer isn't he like oh. Dale Shearer had a knack of scoring for Queensland yeah exactly okay uh, big game coming up at Lotto Land what what a cracking uh, rivalry these two clubs have the Seagulls up against the Eels you've got a feel for the Seagulls oh, another injury Morgan Boyle's out with a groin groin problem so Paseka's into prop. And Corey Waddell on the bench. And the Eels are unchanged. So Manly's going through a world of pain, aren't they? It, it's are like you uh, worried about what you saw last yeah, week? Yeah, I was worried about what we saw. They just, they're just they a little bit dishevelled because of injuries breakdown, but they just didn't seem... It's nearly like they're like, oh, what do we do here? What do we do? And it's un, unlike them, mm. to be honest. Um, you know, it's nearly deja vu, isn't it, uh, for them? Like, like last year, last it's exactly year. like last year, it's and that's like, a concern oh. because last year um, I had a look at Man. That well, we know what happened last year. They lost the same key, yes, or different key players, but they lost uh, um, Tom Travojevic for a long period. And when that happens, they all of a sudden lose their mo- tacking mojo. Daly Cherry Evans probably tried a bit too hard. Yeah, uh, tried to make up for all the players he was missing in that spine um, Dylan Walker and Tom Travojevic but he wasn't able to pull it out and things didn't didn't work out for him for Daly no it didn't um, as you say you can overplay I think he's got to remember his role without mm. trying to do the extra stuff because his role is so important to what he brings to that team about directing them around and mm. um, look he can pull out the, the little tricks here and there uh, as one coach used to say you know pull him out every now and then like Alfie did and, um, but you, just, you can't overplay your hand when you're trying to fill in for someone else yeah, Manly's got some tough games I, I had a look at their draw and their last four or five weeks looks pretty good mm. but it may come down to that for them having to, to win four or five in a row to make the eight that's yeah. what, that's what, how it's looking for Manly unfortunately uh, we, we talk about Des he's a master coach but can he get this um, uh, patched up side to beat Parramatta, the, the uh, competition leaders. I, I can't see it, Joel. To be honest, the Parramatta are solid at the moment. Um, they've been playing well all year. Um, you know, they're 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 in their position for a reason. Hmm. Um, they've just they've just um, he's just got that team. It's it's a dominant team. You know, it's quite 
what the work he's done there uh, with, with that Parramatta team. It's been a couple of years in the making, but um, they've hit their straps, and I, I can't see them not not getting away at the win here. No, neither can I. I'm tipping Parramatta. Uh, Central Coast Stadium, the Warriors are hosting the Sharks. These are two teams that are struggling. Well, the Warriors have win-loss, win-loss sort of thing, aren't they? They they probably should have put Titans away, but they um, they didn't. They got Cody Nikarima back, which is um, a big That's plus. That's a big plus. That's a big plus for them. Um, and Ronaldo Mulatalo is back from a knee injury, uh, so he comes in for Nano McDonald. Um, they were very poor. Uh, Andrew Fafita, of course, is out for the Sharks um, with that hamstring. We saw him on the sideline last week. Sharks fell apart, didn't they, in defence? That was one of the worst defensive displays yeah, I've seen from. There's a bit of a fair hiccup. <laughs> Penrith just put him away. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, look, Penrith. I mean, the the young winger got his debut four tries. What about that? We'll come uh, to him in a minute. Yeah, I know, but but yeah, they did. They fell over. And look, Penrith. But Penrith just showed how good a what good how good a team they are. You know what I mean? That mm. that's what you want from a team in their position, uh, just to go on with the game. And they definitely did that. They did. Well, I still think Cronulla's probably going to win this game. I, I just think that they've got... They're going to have to put that one away as just a, a an aberration, mm. that performance. Well, uh, They're better than that. Yeah, they are better than that. Look, and to be honest, um, the Warriors, as you say, win-loss, win-loss, they're liable to come out and win this. They've got Cody back. Mm. Um, I think that's a big bo- that's a bonus for them. And we see how much he can turn a game and dominate in a match. Um but I have backed the Sharks um, over the Warriors, but uh, with no confidence. Mm. I'm backing the Sharks too, although I do I do see a lot of potential in that Warriors backline if they can hang on to the football a bit better than they did and not make some of those yeah. elementary errors that they made last week against the Titans. But um, I'm tipping the Sharks to win that one. The final game, Steve, uh, at uh, Panthers Stadium, and, and terrible news for the Cowboys this week with news that... Um, Valentine Holmes is out for eight to mm. eight weeks with an ankle injury. That's that's really bad for them. Yeah, it's a big hit. Um, look, they're they're on all sorts. The poor old Cowboys, aren't they? Uh, not only with the injury, but they're just a bit up and down in what they're doing defensively. There. This is one of the worst Cowboys defensive teams I've seen. Yeah, without a doubt. I in mean, recent times. In recent times. In recent times. And they they worked hard to get there uh, for that you know glory era for them. To be honest, with Thurston there and. And I don't know what's changed. I mean, they did that. They, you know, they won a grand final on their defence under under Paul Green. So I'm not sure what's. I know there's a lot of change in players' movement and and whatever, but that shouldn't change what the coach is telling you to do in defence. And uh, it comes down to a real personal um, commitment. But uh, Penrith, well, how about their? Um Try scoring a whiz there <laughs> on his debut, Charlie Staines. Did you watch that yeah. performance? How, how good was he? Yeah, he, he was. also has a great pass at pace. Yeah, well, that was Lockyer. I've seen Darren Lockyer at pace put balls on people's chests. How, like how good was that? Neat. There was players in between, defensively in between too. So it wasn't a, a straightforward, but it hit the mark. It was amazing. It was well done. Yeah, of uh, all the things he did, that to me, yeah. I thought, wow, that was impressive. Who did he get? Who, who got that try? Who was? Oh, uh, there's so many tries. I've but just, the, what, that I've pass, just forgotten who scored. That, that was a standout though. Look, he scored four tries on Daboon. Great, good on him. Um, but the set was it Dylan Edwards? Did it he might, score, yeah, it might have been the Dylan. fullback on the inside. Yeah, uh, not sure. But anyway, it was a brilliant pass. As you say, full speed, defensive players, couple in between you, and you hit the mark. Amazing. Mm. Did well. 
and four tries, and he had all these friends down from <laughs> Forbes, which one of the pubs there went uh, broke because they were offering beers for every try. But yeah. <laughs> after the game, yes, after neck, the game, neck minute, I was like, he had too many people around. Oh, for, to celebrate, I mean that's that's a shame, isn't it? It like, is. It, it is a shame, and he's. But really, it, at this time after these outbreaks, Steve, what, you know, there's a lesson here for him. Tough one. Well, it's he a lesson here down for, for him, but for all the players, yes. you still got to be diligent. Um, you know what I mean? And you know we see what's happening in Western Sydney at the moment, and the talk of all the teams coming up here, and it's just like boys, you got to stick strong to it. You know what I mean? Because you let because he look, he's done that in debut. But he, what he learns very quickly, he's letting his, he's just let his team down, mm. um, and that's what you don't want to do. So that's a harsh lesson that he's learnt this week. It's a very harsh lesson, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But uh, look, he looks a real talent. No, nah, well, look, he'll be back. Don't worry. I was uh, I was really happy for him. It was great to watch, and it, it was good. It was good seeing the mates in the in the you know, in the stand, and um, that was it was really good. Well, this is a really good Penrith team, and and Steve, did did you have a good look at Stephen Crichton? The um, yes, oh, how good's he? Yeah, he is. He's um, left centre too. Yeah, and he, he does. He's just he just seems happy. He's a solid centre. You know what I mean? But mm. um, he just he does everything right, to be honest. And um, you know, you can find the try line as well. And um, you like his balance? Yeah. So I'm going to ask. There's another Crichton. Is it for South? Not 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 the not the. There's another Crichton in another team. Um, there's three, but they're spelt differently. But there's two. Does he have a brother play? I'm not sure. You know what? Well, I've had a mental blank. So yeah, sorry. Oh, I, I shouldn't. Know. I shouldn't no, put you no, on the spot. No, look, but I I'll, know the answer to that question. And next week we'll probably have to come back. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Address it because <laughs> I've just had a mental blank on that. No, one. that's all right. <laughs> but he he's the Crichton. I'm just watching at the moment. There yeah. are other Crichtons. Yeah. But he's. Uh, he Sorry, certainly, no, no, you're right. I should know. I should know. It's, it's I'll like put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, but he's he's one I really like. I, I love what Penrith. I, I love what Nathan Cleary is doing. Uh, I love what his uh, dad's oh. done with this team. He's got him playing tough. Uh, all kinds of brands of football that he's. Well, well that's the thing. That it's the boys from the west at the moment. Parramatta, Penrith. Mm. They just play in this great style of footy. And I, I get excited to watch those two teams play, you know. Um, I, I love watching Penrith play. I could, I would think I'd have never, ever said that. Um, but I, I love the way they're playing their footy. It's great to watch. Yeah. It really is. And some of these players in the team have gone ahead. They're improving. Like Isaiah Yo, he's, yeah. he's really made a, a really good fit to that lock forward position. He could even um, be in contention for but a New South Wales like um, Yo, jersey. Like um, injuries. Yeah, and kick out. They're smart but tough. They're, they're tough but they're smart. And I like that, you know. They're, they're not just bash it up. Uh, they can offload and, you know, they can do all different types of things as footy players. Well, Steve, it's not often we'd say this in recent years, but I don't give North Queensland a shake in nah, this game. I, I can't. I can't back them um, against a team like Penrith at the moment. They're red hot. I, I just don't see where North Queensland wins the game. No. Or I, how look, they win it. I just Looking at it, looking at the two teams, mm. um, we can say Taumala, the word Taumalolo, but that's not enough. No, it's not. Um, mm. You know, that says a lot when you say Taumalolo, but it mm. doesn't say you're going to beat Penrith with well, the we, people we, around him aren't, aren't performing well. Enough. We can say a JT, but it's a different JT. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, they just don't have. And I, I, he, he'd hate me saying it, but they just don't have a Jonathan Thurston. Um, to be honest, they just don't. They lack a bit of leadership. I, I think the Cowboys. Well, J- JT's been pretty um, uh, firm and uh, critical of the team. 
yeah. uh, from last the last performance. And I think what would disappoint him is some of the um, efforts that yeah. haven't been there. And I, I, I do believe that Drinkwater has suffered um, the axe yeah. for that reason because of some really bad defensive errors yeah. that he's made. And uh, shirt grabs, really. I, I saw a couple in that first half against the Tigers mm. as well when they got blitzed in that first Too half. Too important in the position he's playing, to be honest, to be doing that. Yeah. Okay, Steve. Well, look, um, thanks very much uh, for that. Um, there's obviously been an NRL um, players poll. We haven't really spoken about that. Um, I think the NRL guys are, uh, and girls have covered that really well um, earlier in the week um, on uh, Katie Brown, Michael Chamis and uh, Jamie Sowd's show. They mm-hmm. spoke at length and there's been some really good stories about that. One of the interesting things to come out of it was uh, there was a question asked, if you left your team your own team, which one would you go to? And the Broncos were second. Oh, really? Because the Roosters top 23%, the Broncos second 17 That still says a lot about the Broncos to me as a destination club, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, that, that is weird. Just in the situation at the moment, mm. um, look, but we can't deny they're still a very professional club. They do a lot of things right off the field. It's just trying to trans, transfer that onto the field at the moment. And... Um, I could probably understand that, but the thing is, I think maybe Brisbane recruiting need to take note of that and try and find out the details who's wanting to come. <laughs> they might be some good players. Well, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, what it said to me was that there's there's a lot of people. So be... why weren't they there already? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it begs the question, doesn't it? It does. It does. But That's it the first thing. It just shows you the power of the brand. Yes. As yeah. well. Yeah. It, it is. They're the Broncos and. Yeah, everyone wants to play. To be honest, everyone was saying back in the day they wanted to play for the Broncos. You yeah. asked them. We 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 join up with the boys in the um, Australian teams, and um, yeah. Well, if, you, if you're answering on. a poll now, like I can understand why the Roosters were on top. Yeah, I think probably the the leading coach in the game at the moment. Yes, with three premierships in not not that many years. Yeah, you know the, the a very wealthy club, a, a club that looks like it does everything right. And they could, go, could could emulate Parramatta's amazing feat of three in a row. So that's understandable. But for the Broncos to be second, like there's been a bit of chaos in the background with yeah. coaching over the last few years. Yeah. Like there was a Willie or Wayne with Wayne, and now um, you know there's uh, obviously Siebes has had a, a rough start to his, yeah. his time at the Broncos. So none of those things have deterred uh, players from no. saying that. No, so they oh. want to play for Brisbane yeah. still. Yeah, exactly, and that's, uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a big wrap for the club. It is a big wrap for the club, I could say so. Okay, Steve, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Joel.